Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger, and boy, do I have an awesome one for you. The guest is named Tim Branion. He's now my good friend. I want to say that, Tim. Um, I, I loved this interview. He was just dropping knowledge bombs everywhere. It was just a, an awesome interview with him. We talked about things like getting over, like, what do you do when you're restless and have that discontent? I would also call it divine discontent. I believe sometimes the Lord just um, will just nudge us and cause us to just kind of be a little uncomfortable in our certain circumstances to get us to move on to what we're really called to do. So we unpacked that. He talked about how to fail enthusiastically. So if you feel like you've been failing, that is a good thing in business. You've got to fail quickly, get over it quickly. You're going to learn every single failure, quote failure, not really failures in my opinion. It's not a failure unless it's final. Um, is it's a learning opportunity. So we talked about that. He said, fruit is on the other side of fear. Um, he's a, a veteran. And so he just brings a lot of that to his business. He is the owner founder of an app called true fans, which is like Patreon. So we talked a little bit about that, but man, we just dug deep into just some really cool stuff. So if you're struggling right now, especially if you are a guy and you have a job that you're just not happy or you're in a situation that you know there's more for you, you're going to love this episode. It's going to be a kick on the pants for you. It'll be very encouraging, hopefully. Um, but I loved it. I was taking all kinds of notes when I was chatting with Tim uh, today. You're going to love it. Here it is, my interview with Tim. Tim, welcome to Streams of Income, man. Appreciate it. Ryan, I'm pumped to be here, man. It's <laughs> nice to talk to you again. We connected yes. first a little while back. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, of course. It's my pleasure. And guys, we had an awesome conversation. We found out the, that he is just from up the road in Kokomo, Indiana, from where <laughs> I used to grow, where I lived. And you went to Kokomo Christian School for a year, right? One year? I did. That's where we really found our connection. That's right. Because right. I used to, I went to Liberty story, Christian yeah. School in Anderson. <laughs> I graduated there and uh, I won't tell you everybody when. No, I don't care. 94 is when I graduated. So a lot, a lot earlier than, and I'm a lot older than Tim. But um, I used to play basketball at Kokomo Christian School and they had this just, uh, sorry for anybody that may be listening to Coco, Kokomo Christian, uh, this ugly yellow carpeted gym. <laughs> Uh-huh. that you'd bounce the ball and it would just go weird ways. And so it's like, I hated playing there. <laughs> it was our strategy. It was, right. We used it to our advantage. This cheese yellow science project of a carpet. And if that you go there, is it still cheese yellow? I think so. I haven't been there in a long time. I, <laughs> I literally, I, I really do feel compelled to like drive by and just pop in and just pop and in. have a peek. If you do, a take a picture. Smell. It had a distinct like smell too after being washed. I think so long, so many games were played. It's historical. It is. We need to get a piece of it if they decide to ever throw yeah, it out. a piece of the carpet and I hang it on my wall. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so. But um, <laughs> it's an honor to have you here. I've, as I told you before, I love hearing people's stories. Let's just dig into your story. So tell me about who you are, how you got started, you know, down your, what you're, you know, I know you're a veteran. So thank you for your service. So oh, yeah. Also, just tell me about your, your journey. Yeah, so um, it started for me in the Midwest. Uh, I grew up here in Kokomo, Indiana, not the island, uh, the, the cornfields. Um, and uh, my options were pretty small. 
I was looking around. I was, I wasn't going anywhere really fast. That was a reflection of people I was hanging around with. My, my yeah. mind at that point was really focused on chasing chicks, chasing the party scene. <laughs> and I didn't, yeah, I wasn't really, uh, focused on like long-term, mm-hmm. um, Long story short, I, I, I jumped at the chance to join the uh, United States military, very primitive. I, I did some reconnaissance around and I saw hmm, the people coming back from this uh, journey seem to you know, have lost weight. They seem to have money in their pockets. They seem to carry themselves differently. They've got a truck. So, you know, that, that um, was interesting and compelling. And I, I thought, you know, love it or hate it. I'm going to do this for four years. I started out really it was about the incentives and the benefits. It wasn't about, you know, I wish it was, I wanted to go serve my country and I was mm-hmm. going to be, you know, this <laughs> heroic person. But the truth was I was looking out for, you know, I was selfishly looking out for like the things that could benefit me. Sure. When I joined, it changed my life. It, wow. it brought me around some of my best friends, even to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave me purpose, put wins in my sails and really just kind of started to sharpen characteristics in me mm-hmm. that I, I, I still have now. And I hope to pass around to not only my kids, but my friends and things like uh, integrity, service before self mentalities, you know, excellence in the things that I I do, Um, you know, not just for people to glorify God too. Like that's another real reason why I'm, it's my responsibility Mm. to, to give and and Mm. create. Um, So yeah, anyway, that, that moved into, uh, I went to school, got super burnout, felt like cattle. Uh, It wasn't. (laughs) it didn't take me long to realize I was restless and discontent and yeah. I started to, to figure out, okay, how can I, how can I adapt? I audited my life, mm. jumped into overseas contracting, doing similar work to what I did in the military, yeah. but in support of the DOD as a civilian. Uh, yeah. About three years after that, I, I was super, I was making a ton of money, but I was miserable. Mm. Um, I would look at quotes about time and it would just rock me to the core. And I was, I became obsessed with like, okay, what is wealth to me? Mm-hmm. What is freedom? Mm. How can I attain even half of this money that I'm making now, but own my life, own my time. Yes. And, uh, you know, so it was there. I had this, I, I really started to define how I could do that. And I went through everything in the book from the tater tot stand to, <laughs> really? you know, you, seriously, like <laughs> how I, long I did you have was, a tater tot stand? <laughs> no, no, no. I thought oh. I was thinking all <laughs> okay. these things was action planning. Okay. What can okay. I do? That's One of the awesome. things was a hot dog stand. I thought tater tots. <laughs> and I, I went off the deep and, you know, exploring okay. all the, how much it would cost, who would okay. I would need, what I would need, what's the startup fee, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What are the licensing? And I did yeah. that with everything, like from a hookah lounge to a franchise to you name it. None of them made as much sense to me as what an app did or technology. Mm-hmm. So uh, with a lot of enthusiasm and no formal education or experience, I said, I can do this. And yeah. um, I have, I've failed enthusiastically for the last nine and a half years now. Wow. I've had some, some big wins. We've, we've produced millions of dollars with platforms. We've created millions of uh, users across the planet. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, and I'm still failing and learning and, and adapting and, solving puzzles and I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at now. I live back home. I, I chose to move back here. I've got a wife, two beautiful kids, all mm-hmm. of our families within a 15, 30 minute drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the cost of living here is fantastic. I've got a big office and um, I'm a, I, I feel like I'm a, a big frog in a small pond mm-hmm. and I like it. I'm really yeah. happy to be here and 
just excited about the future, man. That's awesome. That's so cool. You, man, you said a lot of stuff that we could go unpack. Um, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Okay. I definitely will get into what you're doing with true fans and I want you to ex- yeah. explain that, but tell me, you said something that just stood out to me, restless and discontent. Um, yes. I feel like a lot of people are there and I feel like also it's a, that can be, there's a godly discontent, like a godly, um, mm. I had this conversation with somebody before John Stongy. It was at one of the episodes, I believe um, I'll find that episode for you guys listening and figure out which one it is and post it. But I feel like sometimes just God to like help like he, inside, like you're, you're made for more than this. Um, mm. That you, this is not what you were, you know, that maybe this is okay for now, but there's something more for you. So tell me about just that feeling um, and how you may, instead of like pushing that down and you decided to do something about that. Yeah, no, I, I so I've been in that, that feeling multiple times throughout my life. And it's all, it, I'm looking at it now after going through it, at least a few times that I can remember that there's always prosperity once you answer the calling. And once mm. you're able to jump the obstacle, at least that's been the case in my life. There's, yeah. there's fruit on the other side of fear. Ooh. And uh, so for me, um, I've always looked at the, there's two sides. You either, you're either going to be paralyzed and not take action mm-hmm. and, and, and listen to, you know, your calling yeah. and, and do the scary thing or, or you're going to regret it later. Mm. So the reality is like a lot of people say middle age is 50. That's not true. If you look at the national average like, of, of when people are, you know, croaking and transitioning, <laughs> like that's, that's like 70 or 72. Yeah. So the reality is it's like 35 mm. is a better middle age. Mm-hmm. And as, as morbid as that is to say, so I, I look at that and it's like, okay, I would rather uh, take action and make a move and, mm-hmm. and, and like the scary move, like that's less scary to me than looking back at my life mm. and, and realizing or, or regretting having not done something, you know? Yes. And uh, <laughs> so that's, that's really, um, you know, that's, that's been the, the way I think that I've been able to transition through things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing too, man, I'm just not afraid to fail. I realize that there's, there's, there's progress in, in the resistance. Yes. It's necessary. Yeah. There's, there's pain at first, but if you mm-hmm. look at the gym, you know, you go to the gym, it's like you, you go for failure. That's how you're going to, mm. that's how you're going to build your muscle. That's how you're going to, yeah. you know, develop and me being a Christian dude. It's like, why would I be afraid if I'm made from the same substance that binds galaxies? If the creator of the universe is my father, yeah. why in the world? So that's, so what the, Again, and this is just me kind of spitting my truth is in the reality, I think, is it's the devil. It's fear. Fear is the negative component. Yes. If I am truly connected to the source of, of all life, uh-huh. I'm good. You are good. Oh, that's so and good. so is everybody else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? So it's like, man, you're, you're dropping you're, some truth bombs here. Keep going. You're, you're good. And you're in good grace and you're connected to source. And when that's the truth and you believe that and you know mm-hmm. that you're going to do so many great things. Yeah. And th- th- the reality of that, is, that's how we met is mm-hmm. because I'm not, I'm not afraid to get on the phone, get on a video call to put out these things that I'm doing. Right. And, and believe yeah. that 
things are going to work out and things are going to yeah. align. And I just want to be used as a tool, used as yes. a vessel. And, and it's my responsibility. And I really do mean that. So I'm, I'm, li- I'm using my, my gifts and my ability to set up systems and processes and yeah. websites and tech because mm-hmm. I know there's going to be an influx of people that I'm going to be able to help and serve. Yeah. It's my yeah. responsibility. I'm praying for it. Yes. So I'm setting up all these different mm-hmm. things and in, in preparation for how I'm going to, to be a, a tool. Yeah. You're stepping and, uh, on faith because you don't know when those people are going to come. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't need to know the how fully, yeah. mm. <laughs> but, uh, I just need to be prepared for even, the, and that's a scary thing, man. You know, I've, I've been in situations where, you know, it's, it's scary. It's one of the scariest things you decide to be a soldier in God's army. Yes. A little different mm-hmm. than, than bombs and, uh, and bullets. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Man, I could just hear you. I love you. This is so good. Um, made me think of something in Ephesians chapter one. Um, and I, I often, when I'm doing solo episodes, I, I just talk about scripture, but not usually in an interview, but it just made something come to mind. Oh, I um, in it. the Passion Translation, um, I've been really loving this tra- Passion Translation, but it says, um, I pray that you will. So this, you know, the, it's Paul's prayer um, about um, having a spirit of wisdom and revelation, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that scripture. But a little mm-hmm. farther down in, in verse 19, I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith, then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works for works through you. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the highest, to place of highest honor and supreme authority. Mm. So that same chills raising from the dead power lives in us. And that just, that scripture came to mind as you were speaking, because you're right. We don't have to be afraid because, you know, we know who we are. No, the laws are in out. place. The laws are in place. The rules are in place. They've been they've been designed and created. And a yeah. lot of people get it confused. They call that the universe. And yeah. I listen to that, right? They, you know, like the universe provides. The universe yeah. think and, and grow rich, believe it. And it's like for me, I had to understand that at a quantum physics level, or at least explore it. I can understand that. But then you get to a place where it's like, okay you're either going to call it the universe and stop there. And I think you're short shortcoming, sure. you know, and that, and yeah. that, or you can realize that we are infants and mm. you know, the father, the creator of the universe is the thing that we, mm. that is what's listening and answering. Yes. Uh, that, that is the universe. So that's just where I take it. And I'm on this exploration still. That's, that's, that's me. I have to seek Mm-hmm. and find and and i wish i wish i was more like my wife where she doesn't need to know and she doesn't have to know yeah. she's at this really calm place and <laughs> and she we don't understand each other in this but yeah. me it's like i i'm on this pursuit to try to unpack all the information yeah. uh to you know grow in my connectivity mm-hmm. um mm. with you know that's just me so yeah. i probably <laughs> I feel like you could preach. You could go around and just share your story. I think this would be so good. Um, so to speak to that, the, this, I want to go back to this real quick, the restless and discontentment um, for somebody who, okay. So think about it right now for you. You have a, you have two, you said two kids. Yes. And you're married. Um, if you had that same restlessness and discontentment um, and you knew you were supposed to step out, cause there's a lot of people in this boat that are closer to my age, older than you. Mm-hmm. 
that have a family who have a job. They don't really like it. They may actually hate it, but it's providing and paying the bills and they feel like there's something else, but they're scared to step out because it's like, well, this is paying the bills. This is comfortable. It's it's uncomfortable because I hate going to work every day, but it's comfortable in that it's paying the bills and it's providing for my family. I wish I could just speak life into that. Give that dude some encouragement who's, you know, 10 yeah. years, 10 years older than you, maybe, maybe the same age as you that has the responsibilities <laughs> that feel like, man, I could, I could step out if I was 20 and didn't have a family, but now mm-hmm. that I'm 35 or 40 or 45 or 50 and I have a family to provide for, I feel like I need to do the quote responsible thing and stay at this job. I hate. Totally. No, I, I get it. There's logistics and everybody has their own personal economy and that matters. And I think it's smart to think about that and, and you never want to cut the umbilical cord and uh, you know, of, of what, what's providing the income to your, your ecosystem. And sure. so I would, it, let's say that somebody's commuting right now. I yeah. think there's, there's a ton of, there's a ton of prosperity that can be had and being, being gra- grateful. If your cup is so full of gratitude mm-hmm. and the realization that right now you can see out your car window, you've got vision mm-hmm. and You've got dexterity in your hands to grip the steering wheel. Yeah. I could stop there. Like those are two amazing things that are a gift. They're a gift. Yeah. And then the ability to hear and interpret sound and vibration mm-hmm. into logical understanding. Yeah. Have discernment. Have now here's a step further. Having <laughs> the ability to dislike your job is something that's very prosperous. You have the ability to comprehend the things that you dislike. What a treat. Yeah. Because then you can see the other side of that, the things that yeah. you do like, and you do have free will and you do have the ability to start to check the different boxes of mm-hmm. things that are important to you. And you can yeah. start praying about those things and what a gift. Yes. So I think that the mindset shift that needs to happen is number one, you have an abundant amount of things uh-huh. already working for you. Yeah. And to have a woe is me mindset on even the woes mm-hmm. is the wrong way. Mm. So when things go bad, thank God for things. Hmm. That's powerful. If you can really do it way easier to say, harder to implement. There's a mind switch there. So an example, a story, my daughter was in the kitchen. My daughter's a year and a half. She's just honoring and everything. And I love her for it. She can do nothing wrong. in my eyes, Right. Uh, But she had this bowl of Cheerios and she spilled them on the ground. And they went everywhere. And my first instinct was just like, or my first reaction was just like, ah, oh, gosh, you know, it was the end of the day. I'm tired. Yeah. There's Cheerios everywhere. And as I get into the motions of, of picking them up, and I don't know where this came from, God, I have this like intuitional or just, you know, this kind of spark thought. It's like, thank me. And thank goodness, you know, I can bend down. I have the ability to bend down. I have the ability to see these Cheerios. I'm putting them in the, in the, you know, back into this little bowl. Yeah. And I didn't lose my cool. And I was like, you know, I'm thankful for this thought that I just had that I can grab these things. And Uh there's people that can't, you know, and there's there's probably no people that served with you that are home without (laughs) a leg or without an arm or just going through some crazy PTSD or something. Yeah. Yeah. They've been dealt a different card and different things to be grateful for and, and and Mm -hmm. unpack themselves. So here I am, you know, picking up this huge mess and thankful for it. Mm-hmm. And it was that moment that I just it, it clicked for me that mm-hmm. like I can do this in everything. Yeah. I just have to stop and think differently. Yeah. And that thought process has created, pro- created prosperity for me yes. and different clarity for me. 
Um, but all in all, like if you have that, that's one thing for somebody that's working a job. The next thing is mind your freedom, mind your faith and your freedom. I think so like as you're working your thing, you should be planning your escape and planning your purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you know that you're not in alignment, that's always going to tug at you. It's not going to go away. So mm-hmm. the best thing that you could do is audit and get, get with a coach or get with a mentor, mm-hmm. you know, get with somebody that's where you want to go or where you see yourself. It's probably mm-hmm. the biggest hack. Yeah. Um, you have to get new information and you can't expect to have a different result if you're not willing to do different things that should be. Mm-hmm you know, a truth that everybody could resonate with. Yeah. Um, and then just, you have to have faith and belief in your own abilities to get things done and solve problems and be mm-hmm. of value. A lot of people over the, over a span of time have forgotten that they're a champion. Mm-hmm. They've, they've let themselves like kind of bury themselves in their own gloom yeah. and doom. And that's not a faith. I don't believe. Right. Uh, so you have to become, you have to realize you're a champion. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Get out of your own way. Yes. And uh, so hopefully those things and, and that, you know, I, I only have so much time, right? But those are a couple of things I hope add value and, and change somebody's way yeah. of thought at least. Yeah. Man, you were just telling me right before we hit record that, you know, you have systems and processes in place in your business now that you have the extra time. You would yeah. be an awesome coach if you ever wanted to do that. Like I could see people like lining up to have one-on-one conversations with you um, and, and have coaching packages. You don't even need to know. Just You just would, you know, be able to speak, <laughs> you know, speak what you just said. That would incur people would yeah. pay for that to hear you say that about them. And yeah, it's so true. Good. And I, I deeply believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people are at different levels of having their own belief and turning on the little fire inside of them. Yeah. But, uh, the other thing, you know, I, I'm totally down to help. I don't have any packages set up. I have nothing to sell outside of like services. <laughs> right? like, yeah. I'm, I'm an open book. People want help. Right. You know, I hope to, to keep generating content like this. Sure. It's a value. Well, you should just, a, just from outsider perspective, like, um, if you really have any <laughs> desire to do that, just start having conversations with people like that. And if you're like, yeah. it lights you up inside, then and start heading oh, I love it. You, you do it even just do some free sessions with people that you you feel like you can help and if if it's like oh this is not me then no, don't do anymore but and there's yep. no pressure there especially if there's no money <laughs> being exchanged you could just have some sure some conversations with no, some guys I'm, and bless them I, I love it man and i hope to so like outside of like the mindset stuff and helping people <laughs> hurdle their the the fear and the nonsense and the, the yeah. baggage uh-huh. like i love that but geeking out on like technical systems okay. and processes that convert yeah. and yeah. sell and push a really good offer out to the world okay like, i love that stuff yeah um, i'm like a bootstrapper to the to yes. my course like i love love creating systems that work <laughs> for a very very low cost yeah and uh yeah man so i i'm i'd I'd consider my my main focus right now is just to try to give away as much as humanly possible all this stuff Mm -hmm. that i know throw it out there and then the people that that are action takers will just do it yeah and then hopefully they'll reach out and say hey dude i did this thing that you were telling me about yeah and this is what i was able to do like that to me is a huge yes you know i'll celebrate together that is awesome (laughs) man You've said so much stuff in just a short amount of time, and we're definitely going to get to true fans, but you said you you failed enthusiastically over the last nine years. So so talk about the, you're not, like you said, you're not afraid of failure. You said there's fruit on the other side of fear. Um, How do you see, quote, failure? Right. It's necessary to learn. Yeah. Uh, If I was to pick up a skateboard today and I really wanted a skateboard, I'm going, there's no way I can avoid falling when I'm doing my kickflips. 
Me There's too. no ways I can avoid the fear of dropping in and the skin knees and the bruises and the, the pain of it. Definitely not something I'm going to pick up at 33 now, but you know, it, it, same thing's true with everything, whether it's a violin, whether it's business, whether you got out of shape and got fat, like I did a year ago, you want to go to the gym. There's, there's mm-hmm. going to be, you're, you're probably going to be bad at it to start. Mm-hmm. So expecting that and realizing it's a necessity, yeah. uh, you start to pursue failure differently mm-hmm. and you have a different relationship with it. We're kind of groomed in school to, uh, you know, look at failure as this negative thing. You get right. a bad grade yeah. and that sucks. And it's really, it's, it's negative. Um, but in business and in life, it's like, if you're not failing, you can't grow, you can't adapt. So that's my relationship with it. That's my advice on it too, is seek it, be enthusiastic when it happens, but, Mm -hmm. but learn with the intent to implement. Yes. Learn with the intent to share too. If you're growing a business, you got to teach others Mm -hmm. how to succeed. And if you're not leading the way, how could you show others the way, you know, that Mm -hmm. they come into your organization? So yeah. You got to be the front man. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Now, I don't know about the app business. I know really nothing about it. Only I have some friends that have created software and they always say it takes longer than they expected and cost a whole lot more than they expected it to cost. Mm-hmm. Um, but in what we typically teach with selling physical products online or creating a business from your passion, your skill, becoming a coach, like, you know, that's something that you can fail at pretty quickly and you can try like like for example somebody's physical product that they go out and they go to walmart and buy a couple of things and they try to sell it and they don't sell for some reason well that may have cost them 10 bucks so in today's world it's so it's it's you it's not it's not expensive to fail on most internet businesses now your app your app business is probably a different thing Um, most people listening to me aren't going to be out creating apps um and so just folks know that, yeah, just go out and fail quickly. Find out what doesn't work. You'll get, you're getting closer and closer to the thing that does try a bunch of stuff. I love how right. you did the research on the, the hot dog cart, the yeah. hot business. You just did a bunch of research and like, nope, that's not it. Not it, not it, not it, not it. Um, and then find the, found the thing that resonated with you. Yep. Yeah. And I, so like, you know, I have no, just so everybody knows, I'm no formal education when it comes to <laughs> like IT or, or, technology or engineering apps and things like that. I, I have, I would never claim that I am a developer. Mm-hmm. I know a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can make decisions and I under- understand like the logistics or backend infrastructure to make smart choices, mm-hmm. but my developers are amazing. Like I stand on the shoulders of those guys and I get out of their way. I, yeah. I mainly talk to stakeholders and clients uh-huh. and help be the liaison between their creative ideas Mm-hmm. drawing them into a workable prototype that we can measure mm-hmm. and get a quote from. And yeah. then, you know, the, I, I bring my, uh, one of my main guys, his name's Vinny's my CFO mm-hmm. or sorry, CTO. Um, he helps facilitate the action items for the engineers. I would stress those guys out. If you put me in, <laughs> in a situation to work with the actual builders and they're right. amazing, they're amazing. Yeah. And it's fun to be growing that team. And yes. so, you know, a, a lot of people think like apps and Ooh, scary. I can't do it. The truth is you can, there just has to be a system. And I would recommend if somebody is trying to build an app to start with your idea, mm-hmm. extract that into a, a very cost-effective, like, workable prototype which is mm-hmm. your blueprint mm-hmm. and use a platform like uh, figma 
mm-hmm. or a platform like Adobe XD to draw mm-hmm. your, your app. Mm-hmm. And then that becomes the thing that you give to a developer, okay. a development shop, and then they yeah. can give you, should be able to give you a measurable, okay, this is what we would build it in. Yeah. Here's how much time it'll take. Here's the, yeah. it's just like building a barn or a house or something. Sure. And then, you know, the project kicks off, but you don't have to have, uh, you just have to find a really good team. So yeah. that's the hard part. That's where I failed for mm. hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars over, wow. over time, um, goodness. you know, and, and uh, you, I, I got lucky in a way where I found a really fantastic team, but it, it mm-hmm. took failing enthusiastic. So yeah. do they work <laughs> for other people too, or just you? Yeah, they work for other people. Okay. Um, typically I, I'm, Typically, I'm the one that meets the folks first. Uh, we do obviously have like leads that come in and such. And we, we specialize really with startups just because mm-hmm. I feel like that's, those are my Wait, people. So you have like a whole other side of your business to where if I wanted to build an app completely separate, yeah. like if I wanted to do, do an app, I could go to you and your team and they could build something for me. Yeah. No, okay, you cool. talk to me. I didn't know that. That's awesome. I, I knew you had the true fans business and want to get into that again. But. I talked to yeah, but yeah. You cool. talk with me, and and uh, we would develop something, develop a strategy, really, oh, very and cool. see if it, it makes sense. That's awesome. Yep. Maybe uh, maybe you told me that on our phone call, and I just missed it. We were so focused on the cool thing that you. So let's talk about true fans. Um, yeah, I know people have heard <laughs> heard of probably Patreon. Um, but so explain. So let's say I, I've never heard of Patreon. Explain what that mm-hmm. is and the whole process, whole thing, and then what obviously what your app does that's better. Right. So, so we are a social media platform that helps content creators or people with a community get paid to post online. We are very similar to a Patreon. We're very similar to, uh, you know, even like an OnlyFans. The, the biggest caveat, the difference between us and them is the fact that we are 100% invite only. Um, we pay more. We pay faster. We just launched instant global payments. So whenever you have income that you've earned through your audiences and the various ways I'll get into. Uh-huh. Um, you can send out a, a direct deposit to your account within seconds, which is really cool. Yeah. Advantageous. Um, we have additional features and functions that nobody else has. We set out to be the logical choice and that's what we're aiming to do for, for our market. And then the biggest thing is we don't allow adult content. So we are the wholesome alternative to these platforms that are, that are catering to that scene. Mm-hmm. We decided to stamp our flag and be the, be the alternative home for folks that would love to monetize that have a brand, uh, but don't necessarily want to be associated to that industry. So here we are. And uh, it's, it's done fantastically well. Um, it, over the last two years, two and a half years, I think we launched beta two and a half years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and we're pumped about where we're going, man. But, yeah. but to try to better explain it for somebody, it's like if you are a, let's say a podcaster, right? Like you, Ryan, um, five minutes or 10 minutes before we started this podcast would be a great uh, a great piece of content that you could add to your yes. TrueFans channel. Yep. And then what that would do inside the TrueFans channel is it's actually gatekept by a, a subscription price. People that are external of your, your channel membership site would have to pay in order to gain access to see the content that you post internal of your channel. So it's a membership management site slash social media slash, you know, where you can really connect with your audience that's supporting the thing that you are, the thing that you do. 
Yeah. So a lot of podcasters, like, um, like I have back end courses and membership groups, but like somebody who's maybe a celebrity does, doesn't want to teach how to become a celebrity. They don't really have anything to teach necessarily. People mm-hmm. are just flocking to them because they're, I don't know, um, Kim Kardashian, for example, um, yeah. they, um, she may have a channel where there's extra access, correct? Like, you know, yeah. gives uh, or a podcaster could have, um, you know, a lot of podcasters don't even have the courses. So this is just a way for them to monetize their content to where they're, they're, like you said, true fans can support them, um, and yep. get extra access to them. Like maybe you and I hang out afterwards and I share, sure. I, I do behind the scenes, you know, chat with Tim and my, my only fan, or true fans, people get to, are the only ones get to see that. Exactly. You could have five questions that you ask before the podcast starts uh-huh. and you let people know, Hey, I've just been on the a call with Tim for the last 15 minutes. He helped answer this, 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 this. Uh-huh. If you want to get access to that support me inside my true fans mm-hmm. channel. This is where you get all the behind the scenes. It just becomes like your pitch, right? To invite yeah. people. This is where you can get this. And then at the end, you could close the podcast and say, Hey, it's been awesome. All the people that are inside my True Fans channel supporting this show, supporting what I do, you're going to get out. We're going to go and thank you, everybody, for listening. Mm-hmm. See you on the next one. Yeah. And now it's like, okay. And now it's like, oh, man, you know, I want to be inside Ryan's inner circle. Yeah. I need to hear these answers. Yeah. Or it could be merch, right? So you okay. have, let's say, special T-shirts or giveaways or various things that you do only internal to your community. Um, or, you know, you and I talked extensively about philanthropic companies, right? So it's a way for, for those folks to do donations, giveaways, pledges, and and really kind of change the way that they're collecting income and then showcasing the results of that income generated internal of their media for Mm -hmm. their people. So it's just a a whole different paradigm. And and the beauty is there's no, you know, we're not selling anybody's data. We're not running any ads. There's no limitations on reach or there's no algorithm that's diminishing that reach. In fact, it's the polar opposite. Whether you have 10 or 10 million people, like we, we are in a position where we want you to be seen and heard by all your folks. Mm -hmm. And we send out push notifications and emails. Everything's on by default. So we are pushing your, your voice, your content out to all your people. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, do you want to talk about the missionary idea real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Because there might be people listening that I don't even know have a connection or will have an idea that will then email me and say, Hey, let's, you know, I want to connect <laughs> with Tim. So tell me about your, um, so you came to me through Ryan Horn, who was a guest on my podcast Awesome, dude. and you and Ryan were talking about true fans and the missionary thing came up and that's when he thought of me. Cause he, he knows I'm missionary minded too. So you yeah. and I had a conversation and, um, talked about this. So why don't you just share your idea with that? Because and then for somebody listening, if this strikes a chord in you and you know a missionary or it doesn't have to be a missionary, but a pastor or, you know, any person in ministry, you feel like this would be a fit for just email me Ryan at RyanRieger.com and I'll connect you with Tim and we'll see if there's, you know, a way to make something happen. But tell me about your idea and your heart for that. Yeah, man. So I I heard this a while back and I I like the, the phrase, there's a guy named Cole Hatter who's a pretty successful like internet marketer, mm-hmm. a builder, entrepreneur. And he, he talks about turning, he talked one time about turning his business from profit to purpose mm. and like creating this hybrid. And I, that stood out to me. I was like, man, that seems fulfilling. That seems really cool. Like this is the next iteration. So we, we built all this technology. We have this awesome platform. Um, 
that's battle tested. That's, that's exciting. That's cool. That works for different creators. We work with musicians. We work with chefs. We work with podcasters, all sorts of different people. That's cool. Um, but the idea is to take this technology and apply it to, uh, you know, you and I specifically talked about a missionary company that could customize it to their needs. They put their logo on it, their domain, their color scheme. Mm-hmm. We discussed the different features and functionality that would make it super cool for them, yep. um, specifically for their audiences and, and whom, you know, exactly what they need, custom fit it. Yeah. And then uh, they would use it to change the way that income is generated mm-hmm. globally to their, their people mm-hmm. and then change the way that that story that message that information that in that that media is mm-hmm. cast out to the supporters yeah. of that individual and yeah. i think it'll change the way it, it will it will create more revenue yeah uh, and, and prosperity to those people that are in the in the fields and the mission mm-hmm. and i believe it will change the way uh that the stories are cast and communicated out to the world mm-hmm. and i want nothing more than to to be a part of a project that does that. Yes. That's my, it's my responsibility. So if somebody's listening and they, you know, they want to demo or they want to connect, definitely please get with Ryan. Or actually, um, if you want to put you feel free to, um, you can me is fine, but if you have a, a, an email or a website you yeah. want people to go to, you feel free to share that. <clears throat> well, I'm going to, so Ryan is going to have access to the platform. We are hundred percent on, but only, so you either have to know somebody or apply to gain access. So, I'll just send them to you, Ryan. And then if, yeah, if somebody, you know what I mean? If it's, if we could tee up a conversation or if somebody uh, wants to take a deeper dive into how this could work and what's yeah. feasible, yeah. you know, my team and I are committed to, we, we love working with philanthropic companies mm-hmm. and we'll do everything in our power, like to keep costs extremely low mm-hmm. and reasonable to see something really cool get yeah. And you're talking about the white label version where somebody yeah. like a large missionary organization could have so, their yeah. own version of the platform. Um, but then somebody who's listening to the, this right. might want to just get on your regular platform as is, um, yeah. it, that it, it costs nothing, right. To jump sure. on it. You just, your, your, your fee comes out. If I make a payment to them, you take a percentage of that payment from the fans. Sure. Correct. So if if somebody's interested, like, you know, they don't want a full on custom build, they're not looking for, you know, to change all the different nuances and such. They don't have a a large organization per se. They just want to use it. Mm -hmm. Um, They can go through you and basically email you or they're going to have all your contact information, I'm sure through the show. And then if they're a good fit, all that, all you have to do is just put their name, email and or phone number in the, in the invite section, press invite. And then there'll be some prosperity exchange there where, where, um, you'll, you'll gain the, the, we actually pay 5% on all gross volume generated. Oh, cool. So in the event, somebody comes in through you, who's an authorized mm-hmm. gatekeeper, if mm-hmm. you will, I know that, you know, you know, who we are as a brand. And yeah. um, if I can help your show and help more cool dudes get on here, yeah. you know, that's what I want to do. So it's just, a, it's a good collaborative win, 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 I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's free. We take 20% uh, as a platform fee in lieu of customer support, tech support, infrastructure support. I have 46 developers on the team. Wow. Um, so th- some of that goes into salaries and then our profit on that. I have okay. a family, I have two kids that are hungry. What? You make a profit <laughs> so, on this? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I am a cap. I love uninterrupted capitalism <laughs> right. and freedom. So that's right. Amen. Um, so let's go real quick on one of the ideas that we had. Um, I have a, oh, I think we talked about this um, certain missionary um, that is also loves history 
and he's yeah. in Israel. And so um, just a use potential use case. So obviously he's taken regular donations and he probably wouldn't say completely turn, take all of his donors and say, now go through here, but sure. he could, he could add on a whole other stream of revenue by, because he wants, he's look, working to be a tour guide there in Israel and yep. learn. So he wants to, so real quick, the idea could be like, he could go to the garden tomb or to Golgotha and be live streaming or, do, yeah. or maybe if he couldn't live stream there, he'd do a video um, and go, you know, bring the scriptures to life. And that to me would be super fascinating. I'm just interested <laughs> in that. Yeah. Um, but other people would be too. And so that could be behind a paywall that mm -hmm. I get him. I, you know, pay him every month to be a part of it. Or maybe it's like you said, some of it is pay-per-view um, style, but yeah, just something like that. So a missionary could just do behind the scenes stuff, or if they're, yep. you know, if they know the history of the area where they are, they could go deep in that type of thing. Um, it's really kind of limitless. Yeah, no, you're totally right. So if he's a, he's a history guy, he obviously has a ton of knowledge and a ton of information and being where he's at geographically, like being able to show folks that through a live experience or video where he's discussing things in, in real time or breaking things down yeah. and just being a contributor, being someone that's on the inner circle of that, that mm -hmm. mission, like not only are you supporting his cause and what he's doing and the distribution of information, but also you know, you're on the inside, so you're going to get to see things that, that aren't posted on his traditional Instagram or aren't posted right. on that person's Facebook or, or YouTube. You're an inner, you're an inner circle person. And, yeah. you know, you can feel cool about that, I think. Yeah, for um, sure. It, supporting somebody like that. And it's, it's mm -hmm. interesting. There's so many different ways. Um, even on the live, uh, the live experience, it's kind of like Twitch where people can donate, tip, gift, pledge during mm. the actual live experience. Yeah. So let's say he's, He's in there talking about a relic or some uh -huh. sort of, a, you know, cool experience. There could be people that are just like, oh, thank you so much. Like, dude, I definitely got to give this guy, a, you know, thanks for breaking this down. Right. It's just a way to buy somebody a coffee or it's a way to, yeah, you know, that's so cool. Be in support of. So I love it. <laughs> and then we also had the idea, like if somebody's trying to hard to wrap their brain around, like how would I, as a missionary use this? Um, mm -hmm. It could simply be a place where you just have your inner circle where you're posting updates only for them. And maybe you invite them to, you know, um, uh, once, a, once a month Zoom calls with you as the missionary and they get a, that access to you and sure. um, almost like they become like your, your board of directors where they're learning about what's going on, you know, beyond just that newsletter you get in the mail from somebody you support. Sure. It's like a deep dive into what they're doing there and you just feel more connected to them. So. Yeah. See, and I'm used to that. We have refrigerator pictures that we get yes, like every so often yes. of the folks that are down there. And that's cool. And it's like, it's cool for, for, you know, a couple seconds you're looking at it or you're, you're reading it yeah. and then it goes up there and it's like on the fridge, but yeah. the, the, the change. And then the other thing is with that too, you know, they're collecting payments, a lot of them through the mail or mm -hmm. through uh, outdated systems that just don't have the same technology like ours. Right. I could geek out and go into the complexities, but in short, it maximizes the potential of collecting the, the donation mm -hmm. way more efficiently than most other processing systems okay. at a global scale. That's nice. the simple way without me like really yeah. nerding out on all the, okay. you know, dunning systems and the AI and all that, but it's, yeah. it's a really convenient way for both the purchaser and the, the business owner, missionary nonprofit mm -hmm. to uh, collect income, avoid the annoyances. Okay. Of, so for example, of, like if I'm, um, 
if I'm in an area where PayPal is a problem, like I could, and mm-hmm. I wanted to support you as a missionary, let's say I live in Zimbabwe, maybe like there's only yeah. a couple options, like your platform makes it easy for me as a supporter um, yes. in a country. That's really, really, really cool. Exceptionally, I'm talking right now to 133 different currencies are being wow. processed. It can be processed. Apple Pay, Google Pay. Wow. Um, crypto soon. Our merchant is working on a crypto oh, technology. So cool. I know it's a little over a lot of people's. No, know. no, no. That's really important to know, though, because like I, I've just I have some a friend in India who I need to get a payment to, and he said mm-hmm. PayPal is a big problem for him there. Like, um, he said for the yeah, they take for, big fees. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, it's, that's really cool to know. Yeah. And, and there's another plan. I'll just shout this out. Hopefully it's of service to someone. What I use to pay overseas developers, what I use to pay some of my virtual assistants or different partners across the world is a platform called wise.com. Yes. Uh-huh. It's a really cool platform to do payroll and such. Hopefully that's a value free yeah. stuff, giving it away, nothing to sell. Yes. Take it. That's good. <laughs> I love it. Cool. Well, okay. I, I love this. We need to chat more because I feel like we could go deep in so many different things, but just um, how about you just encourage the person that's listening? Like, you know, there's somebody that's struggling right now that is in their car and the commute to a job that they hate and they want more. Yeah. And they, like, man, this sounds like a dream. This dude's only 33 and I'm 50. And I, you know, I feel like yeah. I'm a failure in life and I hate my job and um, I just feel stuck and I'm depressed. <laughs> I get it, dude. And the way the world is on you, and especially if you feel like you're letting your family down or you feel like you're letting your wife down or you're just, mm-hmm. I've been there, dude. And I love, I want you to know, first off, I love you. You're a part of the creator. Yes. You have purpose, you matter. And, and a lot of guys, you know, they don't even feel comfortable saying, I love you. I'm going to, I love right. you. Dude. And I just, <laughs> right. and, I, and I do, I really do. Yeah. And so, so know that if this guy on the digital sound waves right now, or if you're watching this, like, I really do care. I want to see you win. And, and so does the creator, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the, the only thing that's holding you back is the, the fear, the apprehension of who you think you are. Yeah. And that needs to be rewired. That needs to be, it needs to be rethought. And I think the best way is to, to center yourself in gratitude Mm-hmm. And look around mm-hmm. and realize that you're an abundant, you're a, you're an abundant creator, mm-hmm. even, even yourself. So, you know, my encouragement is, is with you and, and, uh, my best wishes are with you. And I, I, uh, make today great. When you go into yes. work, make today the best day ever. That's the, and, and yeah, that's what I want to say. <laughs> so good, man. Wow. Well, you are welcome back anytime. Anytime you want to chat. We, I think feel like we could hang out and chat about all kinds of stuff besides the ugly yellow carpet at Kokomo Christian School. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's a well, a, a deep well in you that we could just bring out and it would be full of just nuggets of gold for people that need to hear it. So appreciate, appreciate you, brother. On. It's good encouraging. Make me feel like a, yeah. make me feel good. I appreciate yeah. that. It's, it's an honor to be on here and, and yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be, to be friends with you too. Even if nothing happens, like to be connected with a fellow uh, yellow carpet guy. <laughs> <laughs> Very few people have that in common. All right. <laughs> well, God bless you, Tim. Thanks for what you do. And we'll, uh, we'll stay in touch and change the world together, man. Appreciate you, Ryan. All right. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.